0: and welcome to 4 Point Life, the fabulous podcast with me, your host, Dina. (laughs) I figured I'd throw that one in there on this rainy day here in New Jersey, but you know what? It's not snow. They did say something about snow, and I was like, I didn't know if it was like one of those April Fool's Day jokes because that happened on Friday, but it is officially April. We have passed the month of March, and I don't don't say that like, hmm. But for me, March as a teacher, there are no days off. Like it is one long month. There are 31 days in there, full calendar days. It's just strenuous. And the funny thing is I think about this past year, I gave birth in March, right? So I was home on maternity leave. And then four years ago, I gave birth end of February. So again, home for March. So for me being in school, it was like, woof, because then you figure after 2018, we went into the next March that came was pandemic March the following year. And it was a lot, you know, and then we had virtual hybrid land. So this was like the first March since 2018 that I had a regular school March. I keep saying March. March, 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 March. Anywho, happy to be back. Happy you are all joining me again here. Remember every Sunday, there's a brand new episode, 12 noon. And you're like, well, how do I remember? Simply make sure whatever platform you are listening in on, you follow, you subscribe, those three dots, whatever it is. And then you'll get an alert on your phone. Good news is next Sunday, I'm super excited. Next Sunday, I'm actually going to be adding the video aspect to this podcast, because I'll be in the studio. Well, not the studio, but the new improved and changed studio. Um, It's actually really cool. I'm really excited about it because we moved a lot of things around because it's also a music studio slash where I record the podcasts. And I was debating on painting. And I was like, oh, first of all, I hate to paint, like hate. My husband does all the painting. Love him for that. I don't mind taping, which most people will be like, wait, what? That's the pain in the butt part. I don't mind that part, um, but I don't like to paint just because I don't know why. I don't know why I should actually enjoy it because therapeutically, it sounds like it's nice, you know, to cover a wall. But maybe because in the past, the walls I've painted over, we had to do primer and you had to wait. It's like when you paint your nails, you know, you should put a base coat on so it doesn't discolor the nail and all that stuff. And it's like, who wants to wait? And then you gotta sit there and you're like waiting for it to dry. And it's like, oh, Mama Mia, who is the time for that? So that's a lot of movement going around today, later getting that done, getting that squared away and helped my mom move into her new place yesterday. So I definitely got a workout on. I definitely was reminded of I have to do more squats and get myself prepped. And Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Found my magic drinking medicine that's going to help me sleep. It is magnesium. Yeah. Magnesium. So I remember I was listening to, um, Andrea, she is on Instagram as deliciously fit and healthy, but, um, I believe her podcast is make it simple. And she was talking about, I think it's called calm. So it's a, um, like a, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's a magnesium drink, right. But it tastes really yummy and it's supposed to help you sleep. Also, you know, something that you should have. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Cause I've always struggled with sleep after having kids and melatonin little gummies do not work for me. Um, I was taking an over-the-counter, but I was like, I don't want to become addicted to it. So I was like, what is something that I can take that my body needs, obviously, anyway? And that would help me with my anxiety, my stress, and help me sleep. Calm is thebomb.com. I swear to you, I promise you. They always have awesome discounts too, which is a nice bonus because when you try something new for the first time, you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel about it. And I have, I think it's the raspberry lemon, it tastes so yummy. You just put it in like hot water. So for my tea lovers, this is like cakewalk. You stir it in, you let it dissolve and you just drink it. I, it is, it is heaven. It is like an angel lays upon me every night and just like rubs my head and puts me to sleep. It is that wonderful. I love that stuff. So anyone's having trouble sleeping, try it. Calm and calm. If you need someone to continue talking about your fabulous product, you can email me, thequeenbuzz at gmail.com. And I would love to share more about you on my podcast every week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this today. Um. Again, 4.0 in life. What are we talking about today? How are we going to 4.0 our life? And I know you've probably heard this before and you're like, uh, no, there's not. No, there's not. And I actually was like, no, there's not in 2013. When I got divorced and I tore my ACL and I was like, Yay, what's the third thing? Cause you know, three things happen in threes. I'm here to tell you, obviously, from the bad experiences I have been in, <laughs> there's always something that comes from bad. So for me, when I got divorced, I tore my ACL, um, it was a big old mess, right? A big old mess. And I'm like, how do I come back from this? Like, how do you come back from this? Well, for one thing, <laughs> I'm a published author now. Yep, yep. And if you don't know about my book, it's Paper Bag Princess on Amazon, on Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, get the book. That's my plug for today. All right, I'm done with that. But it also gave me a second to stop and realize, what do I really want in life? I think that's something that we think we forget about, right? So something bad happens and we get so fixated on it, as we should. Okay, Um, if you're a competitive person, I totally understand that because that's me. But we just wrap our whole universe around this one bad thing that happened. And it's like, nope, can't go on. And the song does say my heart will go on. You're like, you have to go on. Right. You know, Titanic says so like she could have helped Jack climb aboard the giant door or whatever she was laying on, but she didn't. And there goes Leonardo DiCaprio, you know, bye. Like I would have grabbed him and said, okay, I'll put him on my boat. No big deal. Anywho, we fixate, we wrap our whole universe around this bad thing. And we're like, nope, 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 nope. But we don't realize there's a reason why you fell down. Well, if you did really fall down, then I hope you get up and feel better. But, you know, figuratively, figuratively speaking, there's a reason why we have those moments. And I, and I always think this, I think now this is how I believe things, right? I always believe that there's like this guardian angel. I have many of them. I believe that just like purposely push me down because I'm not supposed to continue moving forward. You know, I'm not like, like if I'm about to walk into a Christian Louboutin store, they're pushing me out of the way. And they're like, Nope. And then I have to go home. Cause like I ripped a hole in my jeans or something like that because they, Nope, don't spend the money um no but like they're they're ty- trying to and this again for me they're trying to guide me in the direction that i should go obviously in life we want to try many things we want to you know see maybe a new path for ourselves who knows right but i feel like there are reasons as to why things fail and i know people don't like to use the f word because you know oh i don't fail at life i only succeed and and listen There's nothing wrong with saying that either. You're not cocky if you say that. I hate when people are like, oh, you don't fail and nothing other go. There's nothing wrong with saying that because I also believe words of affirmation. You put it out into the universe and it comes back to you. If you don't believe you're going to fail, if you believe you're going to continue to strive and succeed, keep saying it. You know, no one can get mad that you're excited about succeeding. Like you really can't. Like if you're getting mad about something, well, then that's a whole nother issue you have with yourself internally and you're projecting it onto another person. And that's not nice. But I feel like when you do have those moments of whoops, failure, whatever you want to call it, okay, there is a reason because there's going to be an outcome from there. There's going to be a learning lesson. And I know we were told this as kids, and if you are a younger listener, you're probably like, I'm still being told this. I I think I still actually am. Like I call my dad and mom on the regular, and I'm always telling them these things. I'm like, well, and I'm like, I don't want to hear that. I want you to be biased and side with me, but obviously they're not going to be biased because they're trying to teach me a lesson. They're going to say to me what we want to hear, but no one, no one like says it right. When something bad happens, no one says, listen, something is going to come out of this i promise you and it's going to be worth it like everyone's always like oh i'm so sorry like or or like uh what is that movie um not, no where like oh my god it's the movie where like the the guy like oh he's just not that into you you know no one says well maybe this wasn't for you cuz no one wants to i guess project more bad feelings when you're already down and out. But I feel like we need to hear that sometimes. And not just personally me, because I know when something like goes wrong, my husband, and I don't find this as a fault. I thoroughly thank him for doing this. He's going to say, okay, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe that's not what you should be doing. You know, do something else. And at first I'm just like, where is the sensitivity? But then I'm like, no, you know what? Because I'd rather him say that put a light bulb on in my head and then I move forward in the direction that I should be going rather than, Oh, what happened? No, you're really good at that. And maybe I'm actually really not. And then, then I move backward and I'm like, okay, let me reanalyze everything I did. No, stop going backwards, move forward. We all know what happens when we used to put the cassette tapes in the tape player and you would try to like move backward. And sometimes when you rewind it, it gets all messed up and no, then no, i keep moving forward, keep moving forward. For those of you who don't know what a cassette tape is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like Maxwell made great tapes. You know, they were expensive. But when you wanted to record a song off the radio, that's what you had to get. Anywho, so, you know, you want or you have to start thinking in that mentality. This is how your life is going to change. Again, I get it. You are allowed 100% of the time to spend your time wallowing and why did this happen? Or, Oh my God. Like, let's say for instance, you are taking a test. Okay. You don't have to be in school to take a test. You can take a driver's test. You can be in continuing education. You could take a test, uh, at work, whether, I don't know what it is for, um, fishing because there's an internet problem, whatever the case is and you don't do well. And you're like, Oh my God. And you're just so fixated on it when it's like, okay, So I can think about what I did wrong, which is not, there's never a bad thing about that. There's never something wrong with reevaluating to move forward, but it's when we reevaluate and then we stick on it to where you hear the story from a friend who's like, oh my God, this happened. I can't believe it. And then you talk to them about it. And then the next day they're still like, can you believe it? And I'm like, well, you're, listen, you could still be on it. You could still, you can still carry that with you, but, oh, you're still on that. And I'm not just, there are certain topics where you might have to weigh in deeper than others, but then you have to ask yourself, how much time and energy do you want to dedicate to something that you can essentially fix and move forward on? So essentially, you got to figure this out, right? This <laughs> is my son with me. You have to ask yourself, what is enough time right? What is enough time to dedicate? Because that's the problem. We find ourselves spending lots and lots of time. So I'm going to come up with a scenario, right? Well, I'm not going to come up with a scenario. I'm talking about my scenario when I got divorced. I spent a lot of time with that as anyone should, because you're trying to contemplate what happened, what went wrong, where did it go wrong? What was the problems? Um, Did I do something? So, as always, I always like to find little, I guess, snippets of things that make sense, that resonate, that kind of spark this conversation. And, you know, I, I thought about the number one thing for me, right? So, like, I always say that every day I wake up, it's a blessing. With my divorce, I was like, well, wait a second. How is this a blessing? How am I supposed to learn from this? Like how, how I have to start my life all over, you know, it's been many, many years and I have to change. I have to do this, that, the other, like there was just a lot going on. And sometimes you don't always see the blessing. Sometimes you don't always see the growth right away. And that's the hardest thing. We by nature are just go, go, go need instant gratification and with social media, with, you know, the internet being so much faster, we 100% are anxious creatures, right? I remember dial up. I think sometimes I don't want to go back to dial up, don't get me wrong. But I remember dial up and you know, you would just wait, you 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 would wait to connect to the internet. And you would wait for that page to load and load. And if it had lots and lots of things going on, there is a chance, you know, that that Carmen San Diego, where in the world is Carmen San Diego game was not loading for a good five minutes. And if someone picked up the phone that was connected to your internet, you were waiting for them to get off the phone to get back on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you got a beep and you had to call home, if someone was on that pay phone, you were waiting or you had to hurry up, get on your bike and get home. I didn't have a cell phone at the time. Obviously I had a beeper and I was not driving. So I either had to walk home really fast um, or I had to ride my bike really fast. Or if it was just like my mom letting me know dinner time, whatever the case is. So here I am. I'm 30 years old. Oh, that was the third thing. I turned 30. That's right. Not that there's anything bad with turn 30, but usually when you turn 30, you're like, woohoo. So I turned 30 and I'm like, I'm divorced. And what do I do? I, I start over. And I, I, I started to see the light in some of the things. So one, I know I'm very, detailed and very OCD and very organized. So I had my own place where I had my own condo. And I'm like, okay, well, I get to decorate it like I would want it. And I can live in it like I want it. And I was very particular about everything. So this was, you know, no one's going to be there to messy it up, if you will. So then the good started to come out of it. And I know again, I'm still divorced. And the one thing that just constantly reminded you was like, we need to fill out the paperwork. I'm like, oh my god, I hated it, hate it. Or the worst is when I got divorced, and then I had my annual um doctor checkup, and he's like, oh well, you know, you're 30. Are you thinking about kids? And I just busted out in tears, and I was like, oh, you know, that was hard. Obviously, I could not see two years into my future to where I would meet, or was it two years? No, a year into my future where I would meet my husband, my future husband. You know, I couldn't see that. And, and that's the thing, like a year of waiting for the growth. It's like, that's, that's insane. And I know that there are times where we are so down and out in situations, whether it's the loss of a loved one, you know, like a death occurs and you're like, when do I feel this relief? When do I come back from the bad? You know, that's a high degree to a low degree of, you know, someone just hit my car and I've broken bumper. And then we let that ruin our whole day where it's like, okay, it totally stinks. I 100% agree, that stinks. Nobody wants anyone to hit their car. But the blessing is you're okay. And, and it took me a while to learn those things. And you'll always hear people say that now. You know, like we, we post on the internet about everything, right? So a couple of years ago, I was in a horrific, like a really bad car accident. When I say horrific, horrific to the car, not me, thank God at the time I was more shocked. So I didn't have the feelings of you wrecked my car because I just had a baby a month earlier. And I guess I was just wrapped up in like all those things. And then after I saw the car and I realized I was okay, I was so mad because I was like, I was six months away. (laughs) No, was I? Yeah. Six months away from owning the car like that close. And I was so mad about that. And then I was like, you know what? That is the most petty thing to say when I walked out safe, unharmed, and thank God my baby was not in that car. You know what I mean? Like, these are the things that you have to think about. You have to think big picture. And obviously in situations when we're so angry and mad, we can't think big picture. We really can't. It's hard because we're so fixated on that thing, whether little, big, small, medium, whatever you want to call it. Because I don't want to say like the passing or divorce is a little thing. It is 100% or not. And again, I can speak to that because I've been there. It took me a long time to trust again. It took me a long time to want to like, fall in love, hold hands like those things. It took a while. Trust, trust. Oh my goodness. Trust. You know, like, I, I'm not gonna lie, that still lingers. It still lingers. And you got to read my book to understand why. got to read my book. I'm going to keep pushing it. Push out the book. Da, 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 da. Here's my commercial. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the brief little inter, intermission. If you are interested in reading about divorce, love, scandal, relationships, head on over to barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com, target.com, Walmart.com. Look up paperback princess by author Dina L. Tart. Put it in the cart, smile, and be happy. there's my commercial, um, brought to you by me. (laughs) Listen, if you can't find humor in yourself, in your life, you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. If you can't laugh at yourself every now and then you're doing something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So I'm not belittling. I'm not saying that there's anything small about Things that happen in life that change you, and and one thing I know for sure, um, having uh, a friend who lost their husband, and it's a year later, and they think they have to come out of that. You, oh my goodness, no, that is a situation, and I don't. That's not. So I don't want to say it's not a bad situation because it is. That's a hard situation because that's something different, and I know I've I've been emailed that you know how do you forepoint on your life if you lose somebody? And I thought they were speaking to when I talk about divorce and they said, no death. And I was like, I can't physically, mentally wrap my head around how you're doing this. Um, I, I know there are so many times when we look at our significant others, whether we're married or not, and you're like, Oh my God, just go away. I can't. And then I think about if it was permanent, I I don't know what I would do. I have no idea. That is, that is gut-wrenching. That is flip your whole world upside down and try to figure out the world upside down while you're still walking right side up or vice versa. You are walking upside down on the right side up world. And you're looking down at everyone who's walking around normal as great as can be. And you are upside down and you have no idea what to do. I can't even think about that. But what I do know is that there, are good, there, there is good that comes out of bad. That is a situation I can't speak to. I mean, I've lost loved ones, my grandmother, and I think about my mom, you know, like how how does my mom do life without her mom? I, I know. Oh, my God, I can't. I don't know what I would do because, you know, for instance, I just had my mom stay with me for three months until she could find her new home you know, it took time. She sold her house, the house she lived in. It had a lot of rooms when we all lived there. It was, it was overwhelming for her. You know, I know it was because there's times when she was like, I'm cleaning and I'm I'm tired. And I'm like, mom, the house is too big for you. You got to downsize, you know, unless you all want us to move into one big house, we can make it work. Cause dang, the mortgage would be cheap for all of us. But you know, she needed a smaller place for her. I know what she likes. I know her quirks and all that stuff. She found it. It took three months. Were there times that my mom and I were like, like I was just like, mom, I need, I need space. And then it was funny because even though it was getting to the point where it was a law and it was hard, my mom left yesterday. and We moved her in and I'm like, you know what the good out of this was? Like I got to spend time with my mom that I usually never would because she's always working. My mom needs a break. Like she definitely does. She's always working. She's always been a dedicated hard worker but my, you know, my kids got to spend more time with her. We spent more time. We were working out. We slacked towards the end. We did. Um, but we were doing things that we never would have done. So it's, it's that, like, again, in the moment, in the time, it's hard. How are you? Yeah. How are you expected in the moment, in the time, when you get someone who rams into the back of the car to be like, oh, <laughs> thank you for hitting the back of my car, but don't worry. Something good's going to happen out of this. Oh. <gasps> I mean, there have been people who've gotten into little bumper car accidents like that, and then they get married because they're like, okay, I'm mad at you, but oh my god, you're adorable, and we have in- things in common. I mean, things like that happen. But there are things there is good that comes out of bad. And I think that's something that the entire world needs to work on right now. We we have been through a lot. <laughs> You know, in these last couple of years, I think about how many trouble, troubles and um, troubles. I'm thinking of the game trouble. I don't know why. Oh, I see it in the corner. That's why. How many trials and tribulations and how many ups and how many downs. It's literally like someone put the world on the salt and pepper shaker. I don't know if you guys, I think they call it the kamikaze now, like where it's like the two rides start, side by side, and then they go in opposite directions and keep flipping you. I feel like that's what we've been on. And it's, you finally get off the ride and you are so dizzy and discombobulated. You don't know what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right. And when you're kind of fuzzy and you're not fully put together, we just get mad at everything so easily, you know? It's like we're in a like it's like our Earth needs to take a balancing pill. We need a little homeostasis in the world, and we're trying to find it. We're slowly trying to find it and And then the thing is, here's the thing, right? We get fixated on the bad, everything we've been through. And then when one bad thing happens that's recent, we pile everything backwards, we backpile, right? So you know, with everything that's been happening in Ukraine. It's, you know, people post, oh my God, the world's been through enough, dah, dah, dah. kind of like what I just did when I said, you know, we've been through enough, but then we don't realize some of the things that we, we move forward with, right? We, we may have lost people during COVID, but we, we found a vaccine, right? Or we, we found out more about this COVID. We found more about this stuff. We're learning from this stuff, Um through a lot of the racial issues that we went through, we found ways to support more businesses that need the support. We're learning more about a lot of people were like, teach me, I want to learn, you know, when everything was happening, I I said to myself, me, you know, maybe myself, I need to learn. And, And I spoke about this previously. And I think I need to say it again, just because you have a podcast, just because you have a blog, Just because you go on social media just to talk does not designate your platform to speak about social events, any type of events, political, war-related, whatever, on your platform. Leave it to the people that choose to speak about that. I can't tell you how many times a couple of my blogger friends or people have podcasts are like, yeah, I got an email and people are asking me why I'm not supporting this, why I'm not talking about this. And you know what the honest truth is, why they're not, because they don't know enough about it. It does not make them uneducated. It just makes them trying to understand and learn more about it. That is so important. I think we forget a lot about that, you know, just because like I have a podcast, right? I have a blog. I'm not going to speak to something that I don't know much about. That would be wrong of me. That would be unfair to you listening for me to speak about something. If I don't know enough about it, you know, if someone knows about it and they want to come on my podcast and talk about it, we can hundred percent do that. But I can't put myself in that position where I'm talking about something that I don't know enough about. That's not fair. That's not fair to you. That's not fair to me. That's not fair to anybody. Right? So we have to start to, yes, bad things are going to happen and it stings. It's miserable. I mean, I think about, um, the show, the good place. And I think that puts us in a perfect position. <laughs> I love the show. The good place mainly because I'm biased. I love Kristen Bell. She is one of my favorites. Kristen Bell, Reese Witherspoon, those two, those, those, oh. and, um, Oh my God, I'm having a moment. Oh, oh my God. Who is my, this is so bad. I literally see her face and I can't, I can't say her name. It's like I see her face and I can't say her name. I'm looking it up because I'm a bad person. Um, Oh my God, what movie? Hold on. No, no. She's in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. This is so bad. I know some of you are yelling right now at the radio or whatever you're listening. You're like, that's her name. That's her name. Also, I'm trying to figure out why my internet is so bad lately. Oh, Kate Hudson. Oh, duh. So Kate Hudson, Reese Witherspoon, Kristen Bell, top three. Those are my fave actresses. I love them. They just, I just vibe with them. So I we I, I'm watching The Good Place again, and it's just a friendly reminder that yes, yes, you 100 percent could have bad faults in your life, but you can definitely come back from them. You can rework the number scale, if you will. You can Find your way through the dust. You can find your way. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you put less focus on that bad thing and you actually turn around and look and see everything that's behind you in a sense of family, in a sense of loved ones, um, the talents you have, you're gonna see that the things that are behind you should be in front of you. Because again, when things that happen are bad, we just, they're right in front of us. All of a sudden, like our peripheral gets black. uh, Like, uh, I can't talk, blocked. We can't see anything other than that bad thing. That bad thing is like, don't look, don't look. When in reality, behind us, there is so much greatness. We just need to learn how to, you know, shimmy it up to the front. Or sometimes just turn around. Get your face out of the phone and turn around. And that's... That's my, uh, that's my advice for today. Get your face out of your phone and turn around. (laughs) It's actually true though. You never know you're on your phone all the time. And then there goes like your future significant other, because your face was on the phone. They didn't see how beautiful and wonderful you are. And you turn a corner and they turn a corner and it's like, there it's done. Plus I just finished watching Bridgerton last night and, oh, Man, it's like the adult Disney fairy tale I needed in my life. I so needed in my life. Like, let me tell you, when he asked to marry her, oh wait, hold on, disclaimer. Disclaimer. What do they call that? No. Um, oh my God, <laughs> I can't think today. When you're gonna um talk about something and you don't want people to listen, what is that called? Okay, I know a bunch of you are yelling at me, whatever. So I, I'm going to talk about Bridgerton right now. The end of it. If you have not seen the end of Bridgerton, pause me, stop listening. Cause I'm about to end the podcast anyway. But if you have seen the end of Bridgerton five, I'm going to talk about it in four. I'm going to talk about Bridgerton at the end, three, two, one, talking about Bridgerton the end when he asks to marry her. And I'm like, I'm clapping, like, I'm like, yay. And then she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, and then they go to the ball and then they, like, you know, they don't show them the wedding, which I was kind of bummed about because I wanted to see that wedding, but it's totally fine. And then they're obviously together. I was like, oh, this is the adult Disney fairy tale I needed. Like I needed this in my life. And I hope there's more. I hope there's more to come. But I can promise you that there's more to come from my podcast, For Pannoy in Life. Every Sunday, 12 new with a brand new episode, you simply have to follow, subscribe, whatever the platform tells you to do. So you get an alert on your phone or tablet or whatever you tune in. Make sure you guys listen, send me a message. If you go to anchor.fm slash For Life, you click on the message button, you could record me a message. You can share whatever you want to share, ask questions, do whatever you want to do. I would love to listen in and play some of them. Otherwise, email me, thequeenbuzz at gmail.com. Any questions, comments, whatever it may be, follow me on the social medias. And yeah, let's talk more next Sunday. Bye, guys.